you're tuning in to the High Performance Path podcast and I'm your host Alex. If you want to increase your productivity, enhance your mental performance, hack your sleep and build a bulletproof body, then you're in the right place. Get ready as we dive into interviews with performance coaches, business owners and health professionals to find out their daily routines, habits and movement practices. Alright, let's go. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about sleep, why it's important, how to get better sleep, and I'm going to talk about my night routine. So that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with my night routine. Now, before I go into this, I just want to say that routines may work for some people and may not work for other people. So it's all kind of, it's all about experimentation. You've got to try and see what works for you. Because what works for someone may not work for you. We all have different schedules. We all have different um, home lives. Our situations are different. So you got to experiment with what works for you. I'm going to go through what works for me at the moment. Now, I also, this is just what I do currently. If my work was to change, then I may change this completely. I change this quite regularly depending on what's going on in my life. So I'm going to start at midday only because what I do at midday is relevant to sleep and that's why I'm going through my night routine. So it's not really just my night routine. It's my whole routine from midday till when I go to sleep. So I'm going to go through my routine quickly and then I'm going to go back and explain why I do what I do at each time. So to start with 12 o'clock, midday, no caffeine from now onwards. 4 p.m., pre-workout snack. 5 o'clock, workout for about an hour. 7 p.m., dinner. No liquids after dinner. 7.30 p.m., blue light blockers come on. 8.30, supplements, and also no screens after 8.30. 8.40, write my tasks slash goals for tomorrow. 8.50, get gym bag slash work stuff ready. 9 p.m., 10-minute sleep meditation, and the, uh, and the phone is plugged in across the room when this starts, and then 9.15pm, sleep, so that's my night routine, alright, let's go back to the start, and I'll explain why I do what I do at those times, so midday, no caffeine, so this is because one of the two main factors for sleep is sleep pressure. Sleep pressure is caused by a buildup of the chemical adenosine in the brain. Um, caffeine blocks the receptors for the adenosine effects. Now, caffeine has a half-life of average nine hours. Now, c- certain people respond differently to caffeine. Some people 
it's out of their system earlier than that. Some people longer. But the average is nine hours, so that's just what I go off. So if I want to go to sleep at, at nine, then I just go back nine hours, and that's 12. So that's when I cut out caffeine. Uh, 4 p.m. pre-workout snack. So this is only on the days that I do train, that I eat at this time. Um, the reason is because the last meal I would have eaten would be about 12.30. And if I'm training at 5 p.m., I need to eat something in between then. But when I finish work at 4, I don't want to have something that's... I don't want to have a big meal then, so I just have something that's kind of going to give me energy for whatever my workout is. And then 5 p.m., that's when I work out for roughly about an hour. Um, that is all different kinds of stuff. Um, I'll go through that, my training, what I kind of do for training. I'll go through that on another episode. Um, moving on, 7 p.m., that's when I have dinner. So if I don't train, then I will usually bring that dinner a little bit forward and have it a bit earlier, uh, depending on what I'm doing instead of training. Um, and then from dinner onwards, no liquids after this. So this is to stop the need to wake up in the middle of the night to pee and kind of you you want to avoid that because you don't want to break your sleep up unnecessarily. Um, some people just wake up every night without fail, needing to pee, no matter what they drink. Um, if possible, you want to avoid that, and this is a way you can avoid that, by stopping having liquid. Now, if it gets to 7 p.m. and you haven't had enough water in your day, then that's an issue. You need to start having more water earlier so that when you get to this time of the day, you don't have to have any more water. Now, I'll still have a little bit of water or something if I'm having my, like when I have my supplements, but that's only like a couple mouthfuls. That's not enough to to make a difference. 7.30 p.m., the blue light blockers go on. So what these are, these are glasses that stop the blue light from TV screens, mobile phone, computer, artif any artificial light. It stops that from absorbing into your, your eyes. Um, so what happens, I'll explain this a little bit. So your circadian rhythm is one of the two main factors in your body knowing when to sleep. The other one is what I spoke about before, sleep pressure building up from adenosine. So this is the other main factor, circadian rhythm. So your brain releases the hormone melatonin when the sun goes down and starts to kind of make you drowsy and your body knows that it starts to it's time to get ready for sleep. That's just what that's just the way we've evolved. And we that, that still happens because we haven't evolved since you know more than 2000 years ago when we used to live outside that process still happens. Now, artificial light stops that process of melatonin being released. So this is a way to combat that because if you're in like an office or a shopping center, your body doesn't know that it's nighttime. Um, also, if you're at home and you've got a TV, like a computer screen in front of you, 
or even the artificial lights in your kitchen or your house. That can stop the production of melatonin. And then you go to bed. If you've had your phone in front of your face for the last hour or two, and then you get into bed and you've got your phone screen in front of you, that's still stopping the production of melatonin. And then you put your phone down, you try to go to sleep, and you, and you can't, you wonder why. It's because your body doesn't know that it's time for bed. Because it's had light in front of it for the whole time. So I use my blue light blockers. I use a brand called Barna. Um, I like the look of them. You might have seen blue light blockers with a yellow or an orange or a red tint. Um, the ones I have are just clear. So they don't look as much like blue light blockers. They just look like regular glasses. Um, I just did that because it's kind of... <laughs> it's more socially acceptable. <laughs> and you t- just just to wear normal looking glasses. And so that way you can just wear them at the same time, no matter where you are. Um, they don't work any better or worse than ones you've seen with orange or red tint. They all work similar, if not the same, um, but different brands and different lenses do vary a little bit in the quality and how much light they actually do block. Um, 8.30 p.m., supplements. So I'm not going to go through what supplements I take now. I'm going to do that in another episode, but this is when I do have them, my, all my night supplements, and also no screens after this. So from 8.30 onwards, um, no Netflix, no TV, no laptop. So I know that I have to get anything done on my laptop or anything before this. Um, 8.40, write my tasks or goals for tomorrow. Set reminders and or alarms if needed. So this is when I kind of do, I sit down and look at what I have to do. And I look at what I did that day and I look at what I got done. And then I set what I need to do for the for the next day. And I only pick three to-dos because I don't want to have a massive list of 10 things that I'm never going to get through. You know, I pick three things because I think three things is like achievable. And if you do finish those three things, then you can always you know, add more. But when you see a list of 10 things and you've only done four of them, it makes you feel shit. So I just stick to three things and I look at the the three most important things that I know I'm going to get done and that I need to get done. Um, And then if I need to set alarms on my phone so I don't forget, I do that. Just, Just for a reminder at the time. If I need to make a phone call, I'll set a reminder five minutes before that. Whatever, you get the point. Um, 8.50, I get my gym bag, all my work stuff ready. So this is just after looking at what I need to do the next day. So I'll know if I need to take my gym bag with me to work, I'll get that ready. And then if I need to take clothes with me to have a shower after the gym and uh, and go somewhere and do something, I'll just pack them as well. So I'll pack everything that I need for the whole day because quite often I'll go to work and then I'll go straight to the gym and then I'll have a shower and then I'll go, I'll have something on. So I just need to take everything with me for the day. So I just get all that ready. 
uh, rather than doing it in the morning. And then 9 p.m., this is kind of when I plan to get into bed. The first thing I do is I plug my phone in on charge across the room. So this is the 100% best thing I've done for my sleep ever. This is the absolute best thing I've done. I plug my phone in on charge across the other side of the room. It's not in reach when I'm in bed. And to, to get my phone when I wake up, I have to physically get out of bed to check it or to whatever. So the reason I do that is because it stops you from going on your phone when you're in bed. Because you're in bed and your phone's across the other side of the room, you can't grab it. It's so much easier to go to sleep like that. And then vice versa, in the morning, the worst thing you can do is turn your alarm off on your phone and then just look at your phone screen for 10 minutes or whatever until your snooze alarm goes off again. Worst thing you can do. You should you should never snooze, ever. If you're listening to this and you snooze, that should be one of your main habits that you get rid of in 2020. It is the worst thing you can do. So when I plug my phone in across the room, I actually play a sleep meditation or a sleep cast. I use, I use Headspace at the moment. I've used a few different ones. Um, this is just what I'm using at the moment. I, I like it. It's got a lot of different stuff. Um, and they have a whole section for sleep in that app. So I'll just pick a sleep cast, roughly 10 minutes. And that'll just play off my phone while I lie in bed. It just helps to kind of relax and switch your body off and go to sleep. And then it stops playing. And it doesn't matter because it's on charge. It'll just, the screen will turn off and it'll charge overnight while you sleep. And then you're asleep. Um, after that, when I so I actually don't use my phone as an alarm. I have an alarm clock because I don't want to use my phone as an alarm. I actually want to avoid using my phone as long as possible in the mornings. So I have an alarm clock, and I have. Uh, smart light globes that turn on in the morning. I'll go through that in my morning routine. I won't go through that now, but that'll be another episode. Um, so that's my PM routine with my night routine in there. Um, why is sleep so important? So what happens during sleep? When you sleep... Your immune system is repairing and becoming stronger. You improve your memory. So both before learning and after learning to retain info and memories. So like having a full eight-hour proper sleep, the next day it's, it's, your brain finds it easier to retain information and memories and vice versa, whatever memories and whatever info you've read or studied that day, if you have a good quality sleep, you retain more of that information from that day. Um, having good sleep improves your creativity, 
improves your cognition, cognition, um, and also when you sleep, when you're in deep sleep, the deep sleep cycle, that's when growth hormone is released. So that's when your your muscles repair, recover, and grow stronger when you're in that deep sleep cycle. So might as well go through the the sleep cycle. So you've got awake, and then you've got light sleep, and then you've got deep sleep, and then you've got REM sleep. So light sleep is kind of like someone's drifting off to sleep, and if you wake them up, they would think that they were awake the whole time. That kind of light sleep. Um, Deep sleep is if you've ever been punched in the back of the head at night by your partner or if you've punched your partner or kicked them, that's when you're in deep sleep. So it's it's hard to wake someone up in deep sleep. They sleep through anything. You shake them and they won't get up. They won't wake up. That's deep, deep sleep. So when you're in deep sleep, your, your muscles are active, but your brain is sleeping. That's when your brain's recovering. So your muscles are twitching. That's when people sleepwalk. They're in uh, deep sleep. Um, And then after deep sleep is REM sleep, which stands for rapid eye movement sleep. So this is when your body's actually paralyzed. And this is is when you, you have dreams. So this is your dream kind of state when you're asleep. So your body is limp, but you're dreaming. So your brain's active in this part of sleep. Um, each sleep cycle has their benefits. Um, I'm not going to dive into them at the moment. This podcast will will be too long if I do that. So I'm going to go through some tips for better sleep. So you want to have a dark room, as dark a room as possible. So any lights on computers or TVs, little green or red or blue dots, cover them up with tape or cover them with something. You want as dark a room as possible. It can help to get blackout curtains if that's possible. Completely darken out the room. Um, A good tip when you're traveling is using black garbage bags and a bit of tape. So if you're traveling and you're in a hotel or whatever, Having a roll of garbage bags with you, you can tape up the window, uh, tape tape up the bag to block out the light coming in the window. Um, because I know sometimes you'll you'll rock up somewhere and they've got shitty little curtains that don't really block any light. And as well, if you're traveling, you might be there late, so you might want to get a bit of extra sleep in the morning. And as soon as the sun comes up, boom, you're awake. So that can that can kind of help with that when you're traveling. Um, so blue light blockers inhibits. Blue light from screens and even um, artificial lights in your house. So I actually have, like I mentioned before, I have two smart light globes in my room. So I've got two two lights that are mounted on the wall, and I replace the light bulbs in each of those with a smart light globe. Now these weren't too expensive. I think they're about twenty twenty five bucks each. And what they do, they actually connect to the Wi Fi. And then they're connected to my Chromecast as well. So I can control the lights with my phone or even just my voice using my Google Home. So the settings on the lights can go from on, like full, like 100%. You can dim them to 
50 or 30 or even 5%, you can change the color from like white light all the way to like a soft kind of yellow. And I think there's six kind of, there's six colors you can choose in between that bright white to that real deep dark yellow. So I actually changed the color of the lights from the white to the yellow when the sun goes down because it's just easier. It's more of a natural light. It's kind of like more of a candle light. Um, it's less harsh on the eyes and it's kind of, I find it easier as well as dimming the lights. It, I find it easier to go to sleep afterwards. Um, and I actually, because they're on the Wi-Fi, I set them on a timer to turn on in the morning and that's the start of my morning routine, which I'll go through another episode. But yeah, that's, that's handy to have lights that change colors. So you don't have such white light all the time. Where was I? So yeah, going back to the caffeine, I just want to add, um, our bodies become less efficient at processing caffeine as we age. So that average nine hours of the time it takes to process caffeine and get it out of your system. Um, as we get older, that efficiency is less. So you will need longer processing time to get that caffeine out of your system as you get older. So it might go from, as I get older, or as, as you get older, you might want to increase that to 10 hours and then maybe 11 hours. Phone screen, you can set it to auto adjust to night mode. So I know iPhones do it, I would say. Androids do. I don't have an Android, but I'm pretty sure they would have a night mode. So you can set that in your settings to turn on automatically at a certain time. I would do that just whenever the sun goes down um, and turn off whenever you wake up or whenever the sun goes up. Um, there's also, a, I have a Mac and there's a, I know there's a program called Flux that changes your screen color to that similar to the night mode on your phone. Um, that can be handy to use at night if you're working on your computer and you can't really avoid it using that in combination with your blue light blocker glasses can help although if you don't have blue light blocker glasses this can be something that you use until you do decide to get some if you do a lot of work on a computer so for shift workers melatonin can be a good supplement to use if you have to try and sleep during the day because as soon as the sun's up and that sunlight enters your retinas in your eyes, your body's not going to produce that melatonin. So taking a melatonin supplement um, can help with that. Now, I have, I have tried over-the-counter melatonin and I've tried melatonin from a prescription. And the over-the-counter stuff is pretty rubbish. I didn't really find any benefits from it. So if it's possible... Try and get a prescription melatonin. It works a lot better. And if you do shift work, then it shouldn't be too hard to get a prescription. A medical system, you can you can pretty much get whatever you ask for. So another tip, going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, if possible, that helps your circadian rhythm. So that makes it easier to go to sleep when you want, and that makes it easier to wake up and you basically won't need an alarm. You'll wake up at the same time every day. Now, I try to do this even on the weekends. Because that just helps 
if you stick to it seven days, it helps build in that, that rhythm and it just makes it so much easier. Now, if I've had a late night, my body still wants to get up at 5.30 when I normally get up. And so I do it anyway. Even if I get to bed after midnight, my body wakes up at 5.30, I just get up anyway. One, because I love being up early on the weekends. You can just get so much stuff done. Two, yes, I'm sacrificing sleep. But if I've had eight hours for the last seven days in a row, getting one night of bad sleep doesn't take you very long to get back on top of. It only takes one, maybe two good sleeps to get back on track. That's only if you've had good sleep for the last week straight. If you've if you're in a sleep debt, like if you have an hour under what you need every day and then you have a later night, it's so much harder to get back on tro- on top of your sleep. But I don't stress too much about missing one or two nights of sleep because average over 7 days like I know it's pretty good, so I don't really stress too much about it. I used to, but then I realized, yeah, you got to live a little. doesn't really matter. As long as the majority of your sleep is good, then one or two days of bad sleep isn't that bad. Um, another tip, so relax about 10 minutes before bed. Like I said, I use a sleep cast. You can just do a normal meditation um, it's a good time to maybe do some journaling, get some thoughts out. Um, journaling on a bit of paper, that doesn't require any screens. So I avoid, I recommend to avoid any screens when you're doing your relaxation. Um, do it in a dark room, don't do it in bright lights. This is when you want to kind of get ready for sleep. I know some people read and that puts them to sleep. Um, I've tried this, I don't really like it. I've tried because most of the things that I read are kind of self-development books and my brain starts racing and I start thinking of all these things and then I start writing down all these notes and that's not what I want. So if I do read, it would it would be a, like a fiction or even a biography. Um, but I, I find it just active, like my, my brain just gets active and I don't really like it. So I don't do that, but I know a lot of people do. Um, avoid training within two hours of bed. Um... That just jacks up your heart rate. It takes you a little while to, to come back down and get ready and reduce your body temperature back to like a resting kind of body temperature. It it does a lot of things. I won't go into that, but try to avoid training within two hours of bed. So while we're on the temperature thing, you want to have a dark, a cool room. So I went through the dark before. You want to black out your room as much as possible. And you also want the temperature to be somewhere between 19 and 21 degrees Celsius. That's what most people find is comfortable. And your your body actually needs to cool itself down before it falls asleep. So having a cooler room helps your body kind of cool down quicker and you can get to that kind of, that, that sleeping temperature. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to find out more, the one book that I recommend reading is called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It is an amazing read if you are interested in learning a bit more. He talks about um, jet lag, how to kind of avoid that, and how to adjust your circadian rhythm to your new time zone if you are going to be 
moving. So that kind of helps reduce the amount of jet lag that you'll have. He talks about, he dives into the sleep cycles, the benefits of it, aging, caffeine, supplements, stuff like that. He dives into all that stuff. I do recommend that book. Um, and I think I'm going to leave it there. All right. So I don't want this to go too long. We'll cut it there. All right. Sleep well, people. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this, please take a screenshot and share it. I'd love to see who's listening. And also, please subscribe and give a rating on iTunes. Sending positive vibes to everyone out there. Thanks heaps for listening.